This podcast is solely for the attention of institutional, professional, qualified or sophisticated investors and distributors. Hi everyone, this podcast on Megatrend is back after summer break and this week we are going to talk about the link between inequality and accommodative monetary policies. Why talking about this topic today? Because a research paper presented at the famous Jackson Hole conference at the end of August, which dealt with the direction of causality between inequalities and accommodative monetary policies, caused a lot of ink to flow. So what exactly are we talking about when we talk about accommodative monetary policy? Well, since the financial crisis of 2008, the central banks of the developed countries have implemented policies of, of zero or almost zero interest rates and sometimes negative interest rates as in Europe. And the few central banks which had not already implemented policies of massive asset purchases during the decade 2010 finally did so starting from the COVID crisis. And the long-term interest rates have fallen very sharply. To give an example, in the early 2000s, the 10-year interest rates hovered around 5% in the US, Germany or France. They are now barely above 1% in the US, around 0% in France and clearly negative in Germany. One of the criticisms generally raised against these very accommodative monetary policies is that they would exacerbate economic inequalities. The idea is deeply rooted in the collective imagination and very present in many debates. However, the question is complex and different transmission channels come into play. An IMF working paper published this summer carried out a literature review of these transmission channels It notes that studies generally show that an accommodative monetary policy reduces income inequality by helping to reduce unemployment. It also notes that studies show that an accommodative monetary policy can increase wealth inequalities by increasing the price of financial assets. But the IMF researchers insist on the fact that all this depends very strongly on the characteristic of the countries considered. What are the financial assets held by households? Is financial inclusion strong? If so, poor households can, for example, more easily take out a mortgage for housing and therefore benefit from low interest rates. Other factors play a role. Do banks play an important role in the economy? Is social protection very strong in the economy? So in short, the impact of accommodative monetary policies on inequality really depends on the characteristic of the country. So going back to the Jackson Hole 2020 World Conference, the paper presented by NBI economists Atif Mian, Ludwig Straub and Amir Soufi completely reverses the causality according to which accommodative monetary policies cause an increase in inequalities. And they established that in the US, it is a rise in inequalities since the early 80s that has led to lower interest rates. We often retain the idea that the equilibrium interest rates, often called the natural rates, have fallen tendentially in recent decades because of demographic factors and in particular because of population aging, because employees would save more to prepare for a longer retirement period. But these researchers, using a database of the saving habits of Americans since the 50s, and which crosses a large number of parameters, challenge this idea by showing that this is not a predominant factor. They show, and this is nothing new, that the wealthiest households have a much larger share of their income 
than middle or low income households. But above all, they come to the conclusion that the differences in savings rates are much greater within any given edge cohort than between edge cohorts. And as a consequence, they underline that inequalities would therefore play a, a greater role than population aging in the increase in savings and in the secular decline of interest rate. There would therefore be a double causality. The implementation of accumulative monetary policies could lead to an increase in inequalities, and the increase in inequalities could imply the implementation of accumulative monetary policies. So in short, this tends to show that this is no impossible to ignore inequalities in economic analysis, while this is not at all the case until now. Thank you and talk to you next week. All comments and analysis reflect CPR AM views on market conditions and its evolution, according to information known at the time. As a result of the simplified nature of the information contained in this document, that information is necessarily partial and incomplete.